It's just the, the very nature of love that it, it wants to make itself known. Um, real, true, authentic love, a good love, a love that defines its source in the Lord's love. It, it wants the one who is loved to know about it. And you all know that from um, our married couples, from that first time that, that you wanted, you, you were moved to share with your, your now spouse that, that beautiful truth, I love you, to the real spontaneous I love you of your sons and your daughters who, who want to share that with you. It's just the way that love wants to work. And that is constantly the way that the Lord loves us. In his love for us, he wants that love to be revealed and to be made known. And that's what we celebrate on this great feast of the Epiphany, that the Lord wants us to know that love. He wants us to know and experience the depth of that love and all of the ways that that love enters and fulfills every longing of our heart that we have. And it's a love that is not just for a select group, but it's a love that is big enough and great enough to save the whole world. This love that is revealed in Bethlehem, but fully revealed on the cross, is a love that's great enough where the Lord can say to all of the nations, come, come to me and receive what your hearts most deeply long for. Drawing us to himself is part of the, the, the really kind of beautiful drama in all of this, that he doesn't ever force his way into our hearts. He never just kind of steamrolls or plows in uninvited. So he works in these really beautiful ways where although ultimately the, the initiative always belongs to the Lord, he draws us, he calls us, he attracts us to himself. And I, I wanna look at that for a moment with you. Uh, the, the Magi, in their journey to Bethlehem, the Lord makes use of the beauty of creation, the star that they see first at its rising, so he uses nature and creation as part of the way he draws us. He uses other people. When they arrive in Jerusalem, they, they don't know where to go from there, so they have to inquire, where is the newborn king of the Jews? And so through the scribes and, and the priests, they, they learn, and the scribes and priests themselves, they make use of scripture and ways that God ha has already made himself present. And I, I wanna look at that with you because here's the beautiful thing. As we celebrate this feast of the epiphany, the Lord, in his love for you, he, he knows every ache, every longing of your heart. He knows every deep desire of your heart. Every area where you're longing for a greater love, where you're longing to really know mercy, where you're longing to know that you're here with a purpose, that you exist for some reason that's beautifully great and magnificent. He knows all of those things that are deep in your heart and he's come as savior to fulfill all of those longings. But the drama in a beautiful way of that is all of the ways in your life now that he's calling you to himself and he's doing it. And so that, that's the starting point is, I, I want you to know, because it's so awesome and it's so beautiful, I want you to know he's, he's at work in your life just as he was 
in the lives of the Magi. Maybe sometimes we think that, that the Lord is done acting in these kinds of ways. We think like that the window closed or that maybe it's just to a select few that the Lord works, but it's not. His desire, he has come as savior for every single man and woman. Everyone, young and old, all the nations, as Isaiah makes it clear in that first reading today. So he is at work in your life right now. And I, I wanna just share some really obvious things with you just to, I wanna confirm for you and, and help elevate your faith so that as you, you notice these things that you've already seen before, but maybe you were uncertain of them, I wanna confirm it for you so that every beautiful way that the Lord is drawing you, calling you to himself, that you would have confidence to respond as the Magi did. So the Lord makes use of just the beauty and the wonder of what he's created. The star, that's the, the really beautiful, clear image of epiphany, but the Lord uses all that he's created. And for some of you, that, that comes down to like the daily things of the beauty of a sunrise or a sunset, or like I've shared with you, like I love when I'm able to, to get out and, and go hiking and, and, and getting up on mountaintops and in the, just the bigness of what God has made in a, in a proper way to feel tiny before him who made it. The Lord uses the beauty of what he's created and you felt that. There have been times when the beauty of what he's made has stirred in your heart and maybe you, you felt that initially as a little, very gentle call to meet him in prayer. But maybe that it's come and gone and you've, it's, it's passed by and you thought, well, maybe I just imagined it. Maybe I just wanted to believe that God was calling me that way and, and you wrote it off. Don't write it off. Through the Holy Spirit, he moves in our hearts. There are movements and inspirations that are genuinely a work of God himself through the Holy Spirit. But you felt that. Maybe for some of you, it's the gift of life. Maybe it's the gift of life. I remember years ago before entering seminary when I was helping out with youth ministry, there was a newly married couple that was part of this group of young adults that, were, that was helping with high school youth ministry. And I remember the dad, they, they just had their first child, and the dad was like this really big rugby type. And I remember him holding his little newborn son and him sharing how just he marveled at the fact that his baby boy had this perfectly formed little tiny ear. Like every little thing, like every little bend and curl was already there. And then he, when the first time he saw his baby boy's little tiny fingernails, and he shared just how amazed he was that, that, that God would create something in, in, in such beauty on like a little scale. But that drew this dad that much closer to the Lord. Maybe for some of you, that, that's how it, it, the Lord's working. Maybe for some, it's just the, it's the amazing thing of what human learning unlocks about the mysteries of the universe. Like I, I find it utterly amazing that NASA has sent things up out into outer space like 40 years ago, like with Voyager, and these things are still out there so deep in the universe just beaming back data and revealing more and more about a universe that the more we learn, the more, like how could you not say, wow, how is there not a creator 
behind all of this. It's utterly amazing, but the point is this. Every one of you has experienced something like that where you felt something through what God has created stir in your heart and it sparked something and you've sensed it. You feel maybe a very gentle pull leading you back to the one who created all of that. And so I just want to say to you, when you sense those, respond to it. Respond. The Lord is at work through that and he's wanting to use that, that piece of what he's made to draw you back to him, the maker of it all. The same thing through relationships. The Magi get to a point where they, they, they get to Jerusalem, but from there they don't know where to go. So the Lord puts people there for them, the scribes, to help take them the next step. The Lord has put people in your life right now through whom he's working to draw you to himself. It might be someone who's just a little ahead of you on, on, on the spiritual journey. It might be someone whose own relationship with, the God, with God just gives you encouragement, like, wow, if, if the Lord can call them, like, I, may, I wrote myself off, maybe I didn't think that he was interested, but, but he uses other people to awaken a, a desire and a readiness to go deeper in prayer and in our life of faith. But in those moments, through the people that he puts in your life, he's stirring stuff up. And it's the work of the Holy Spirit. It's genuinely the Lord at work. And I want you to know that, that you don't dismiss it or think, no, there's no way that God could be that interested in me. He is, because he's wanting to reveal to you the depth of his love and draw you into it. Same thing, especially through his word. Uh, the journey to Bethlehem for the Magi comes because the scribes say, oh, we know where he, the, the, the Savior is to be born because it's been prophesied. You, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among my people. So it's through Scripture as well that the Lord calls us to himself. And he uses Scripture to teach us about the depth of his love. Like, if, we, if it were up to us, we always tend to limit God. In terms of his love, we, we take our broken experience of earthly love and we say, well, that must be the way he loves me. Very limited, very narrow. And the Lord says no. And so he needs to give us his word to open up our horizons. The same for his mercy. We might tend to think like God's mercy works the way human mercy does. Limited, just dosed out in, in very small portions. And the Lord says no. My mercy is so much greater than you could ever imagine. So through scripture and through the sacraments, he's calling us, wanting us to, to come to him and be that much more filled up with the gift of his life and his love. So this is the good news. He's at work in your life. And I, I, I want to encourage you, have faith and believe that. Grow in your attentiveness to the movements of the Holy Spirit in your heart. The inspirations that he gives, the people he's put in your life, all of that is meant to draw you to him. And don't think that it's too good to be true. It, it is true. A, a love that is so great that it wants to draw all the nations to himself. And that includes you, that you might be filled with his love, that you might enter into the fullness of everything that he's come to reveal.